0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 9. Glory to you, O Lord. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who was talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice, This is my Son, the Beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. And as they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one what they had seen, until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. Almighty God, you are transfigured before us that we may see your glory. Let that grace flow into our lives that we may see your work in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. it's been said that 9 verse 7 of Mark is the high point. This is my son the beloved, listen to him. Do we really always recognize what we're looking at? There's a story. There's a woman living in your apartment building. And every time you've seen her, she's been bundled up in heavy winter clothes. The first time you saw her, she was changing a flat tire, and there was thick black dirt all over her hands and her clothes and her face. But then one day, you saw her on the television. Instead of grease, she had makeup on her face. Instead of winter work clothes... She was wearing an expensive designer dress. Instead of living in the apartment down the hall, you found out she was CEO and major stockholder of a holding company which owned the whole apartment building, and a thousand others like it. And she's on TV because she's announcing her acceptance of the president's nomination as ambassador to England the disciples saw Jesus as they had never seen him before, shining, brilliant, white. And they wouldn't see him again like that until, they wel- until he welcomed them into heaven. So what do we do with the transfiguration? What does it mean? We try to explain what the transfiguration is. We read it in the Bible. We know that it occurred. But really, when has the idea of a brilliantly glowing holy figure ever made sense? The transfigured Jesus isn't there to be figured out. God says, my beloved, appreciation, power, and love, we are drawn to him. And we have had a chance to glance into heaven. And what a light show was given. Maybe the text should sound like this. This is my son whom I love. Look at him. Isn't this display something? I mean, get a load of this light show that's going on. That's what we would expect the Father to say. But he doesn't. It's not about the light show. We've all seen plenty of good light shows. Fourth of July, halftime at the Super Bowl, Wouldn't it sound strange at the Super Bowl if the announcer was saying, you people will be amazed at the light show. You just have to hear this. It doesn't carry through. And yet, in Mark 9, verse 7, it's not the light show that is lifted up. It's God the Father that comes and tells the disciples, look at Jesus? No. Listen to Jesus. Listen to him. Listen. The voice ignores the light. The voice says, listen. The bottom line, the most important thing of the text is listen. As quickly as the transfiguration began, it ended with the disciples left only with Jesus. Peter didn't get to build his tent where they could worship because there was no need for the tent. God was still right there in front of him. Jesus and then from Jesus, the whole world would have the knowledge of God. Listen to him, is the word. Long after this event, the disciples would see another light show, and darkness covered the earth, and Jesus was nailed on a cross. Called the place of the skull. But it's not the darkness. It's the same message. Listen to him. Listen. And Jesus says, It is finished. It is accomplished. A new world is being constructed. Listen. So God comes. The voice from heaven. The transfiguration takes place. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And we see a new picture of God. Beloved. That's language of Valentine's Day, right? That's language of love. That's Language that if God could smile, God is smiling at that phrase because God is a lover. This is my beloved Son in whom I take delight. Delight, my beloved. We are in the presence of God and we are in the presence of delight. Part of being holy. Chapter 9 lifts up this beloved. This chapter 9 lifts up the delight of God. It's not the light that changes our view. It's the word. It's God's love, God's tenderness. And it shows us a characteristic of God that God likes to take part in our lives and God likes it to be shared. So God loves and God interacts. But that's what we do too. When we are in love, we interact and we celebrate with the other person, we take delight in Jesus and we take that delight to the world. Listen to him. Are we listening? Igor Stravinsky says, and he's talking about music, to listen is an effort, and just to hear is no merit. A duck can hear. If that's true of music, what do we do with God's words? What do we do with God's commands? What do we do when we listen to Him? Mark 1 Follow me. Mark 4 Pay attention to what you hear. Mark 5 Do not be afraid, only believe. Mark 6, you give them something to eat. Mark 7, it's not what comes out of a person that defiles. Mark 8, deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. Mark 10, but many who are first will be last and the last will be first. And Mark 10 again, whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. Mark 11, Whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone. Listen to him is the command. And the command has a response. So when we come to church, when we come and w- worship, are we aware Are we aware of the power of God? We so casually invoke God's name. Do we believe it? Sometimes churches are like children playing on the floor, and they take their chemistry set, and they mix up a batch of TNT, On Sunday morning, not knowing the danger of a living God. When we come to church, we come in our Sunday best. When really we should be coming with our safety equipment. Because God is a living God. We hear the story of the Transfiguration, and sometimes we don't believe the word of it. Sometimes we choose middle ground, not a high, not a low, a middle ground, where God is domesticated and calm. But God cannot be domesticated. God is a living God. God is dangerous. So three disciples went with Jesus up on a mountain. And Jesus was transfigured. His clothes became dazzling white. And the three disciples saw Jesus and Moses And Elijah. And the three disciples heard the voice from the cloud This is my son whom I love, listen to him. And those three disciples were changed. They listened to Christ, they obeyed his words and his teachings. And they lived a rewarding and successful life. It was a life that was not easy. It was a life with much hardship and punishment from those who would not believe. But they were successful. Those three disciples on the mountaintop heard the words. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. Those three disciples, we who are disciples, all we need is Jesus. When we pay attention, when we hear the words, when we watch the light show, when we go out into the world, it's the same message. Jesus and Jesus alone. Do we listen? Do we read and think about the stories of Jesus? Does faith change us? We are already named, and we are called to listen. That's our story. That's the story of transfiguration. All we have is Jesus.